Good morning, everybody, and welcome. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88, wherever you are across the Faith FM network. This is The Breakfast Show. You are with Lyle and... Mon. Good morning, Lyle. And what day of the week is it? Well, I mean, I'm living... Monday the 14th of May But you might, listener, not be listening to this could on be any Monday day. It could be, you know, never know what day it is when they do the delayed broadcast That's right, yeah. so you always know where you are if it's not the delayed broadcast You've got you've got security and peace of mind <laughs> And you just like, yes, this is, this is the day Whereas you listen to the delayed broadcast, it's like, well you Never know what's going on like, Where am I? Who am I? What is happening here? But you know what? No need for confusion You can actually jump over and join us on <laughs> The live program. Yes. It's super easy. Yes, 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 yes. It's so easy. All you need to do is go one of two things. You can go to faithfm.com.au, our website, and just press play on the live stream. Or you can use our favorite app, the TuneIn app. Absolutely. And of so course, good. I was just up at Coffs Harbour and they don't have Faith FM there yet, but they're going to get it real soon. Oh, yeah? Absolutely. We are raising money for it right now. We're going to buy the. Uh, by 14 different stations right up along the coast. Nice. Including a big one in Coffs Harbour, which is going to be super exciting. And uh, But they don't have it right now, but I was listening, listening to it in Coffs. In fact, I listened to it all the way from Newcastle to Coffs Harbour. Wow. Ooh, like, all the way. Really? Yeah, that's great. Nobody owns a radio station that powerful. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I listen to it all the way from Melbourne to Sydney. If you are listening to the radio on your radio... It's kind of the old-fashioned way of doing it. You need to get with the times. Listen to the radio on your phone. That Look, way you never drive out of signal. And not only that, but if you join us on the live program, you can actually join in. You can ask the question of the day. You can get the free giveaway at the end of the show. You can win the prize on the quiz. You can answer We're the a really quiz. good question of the day today. Yeah, Where did yeah. races come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like have to stay, for, stay tuned for that. Skin colours and that kind of thing, where that all come from. If we all came from two humans, you know, mm-hmm. there's a bit of explaining to be done there. How come we all get so colourful? Absolutely. Yeah. We did have a great show today. And, you know, I am sorry to tell the delayed listeners that the giveaway has been picked up. But you know what, oh. maybe we'll give you another one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, we're generous. Nice. If, we're, you, we're if generous. you call up at the end of the show for the giveaway, we'll give that to you anyway. Yeah, just let, let us know what it was. Uh, but we have a very because we don't know what it is on the day that you're calling up from because yeah. we don't know what day you're hearing this. <laughs> True. We do have a very uh, interesting show. We have a live caller come through, um, uh, a local Muslim who answers a couple of hard questions uh, regarding the local uh, the recent terrorism attacks there in Indonesia. We have some really cute stuff happening because um, we need a bit of cuteness in our lives. What else happened on our show today? We talked about domestic violence. Domestic violence, Very yep. serious subject, but one that we need to address. And uh, we also talked about... Oh, the Saturday and Sunday oh, Sabbath. of course. That was a really cool segment, actually. Yeah, how did that all happen? Because it was history. I love history. Mm. Well, stay tuned. We've got a great show coming up for you now. When I feel alone I'm not really alone When I feel dismayed, he says, don't be afraid When the world around me changes like the shifting sands His word still stands, I'm in good hands When the nights are long, he sees me through When it hurts, he says, I've been there too. I like to think that I don't worry, but I sometimes. 
sometimes do Though he never fails to see me through I know I'm in good hands When the night is long When the valley's low Mark Bishop here on Faith FM and this morning we have a quiz for you and our quiz question for the day is what, Mon? This is a Who Am I quiz. Mm, The first clue is, look, I was told your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who that is? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I I preached about this person in Coffs Harbour. Um, on Saturday morning. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd love to have heard that sermon. Mm. Don't say the word because you often, while talking about the quiz clue, <laughs> no, will mention often. the answer. Don't say often. You've I've done, done it twice. twice. Already. That's all. <laughs> and, and, and the first time nobody picked it up. Yeah, well, well, apart from me, you never know. If you think you know the answer to our quiz this morning, give us a call. The number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. You can text if it's easier, 0491-064-669. You can even message me on Facebook. We are Faith FM Australia, of course. And we will send you the prize. Today is a Melissa Otto CD album, the Blue Sky album. I think that was my favourite one, actually. Yeah, you've mentioned that a few times here. Yeah. A song that you really enjoy that um, that particularly touched your heart as you were driving up with all of your stuff from Melbourne. Yeah, with the sun, with the sunrise. She has a beautiful listen, song. Listening about to the tune in. I, I listen to uh, Faith FM all the way from here to Coffs Harbour and back. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, just on, uh, on the TuneIn app. It's great. Just ran you, through my car. I've got the in. funniest thing to tell you, actually. So yesterday, um, I was running some errands and I, you know, had my car radio on and I was listening to Faith FM and uh, there was this really fascinating interview happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the presenter, I'd forgotten his name. He's, he does the afternoon shift on Sundays and he was interviewing a lady about her. She's a dietitian and she does a ministry within prisons, which is something that fascinates me deeply. And um, so, you know, she's she's working with a diet of... Um, of of uh, incarcerated criminals and this kind of thing and, and the effect it has on their behavior and that kind of thing. So I'm like listening and my ears are just like, you know, huge. And I'm just like, wow, this is so fascinating. And then I get home and I'm parked out the front and I don't want to go inside because the interview hasn't finished yet. <laughs> I've done that So before. I keep sitting in the car and just like listening and listening. And it took me so long to remember, oh, hang on. I have the tuning app. I can just like go inside the house and listen to this on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't, you weren't using the phone no, in your car. I was just using the car stereo. Oh, yeah, and so yeah, 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 yeah. I felt I so silly. I never used the one in the car stereo. I just always <laughs> use the tuning app. So I felt better. so silly because like every day I'd tell people, use the tuning app and then I forgot myself. So yeah, but that was great. So if you're one of those people who gets really interested with what's happening on the radio and you, you sit in your car and you don't want to go inside, just get your tuning app on your phone Search for Faith FM Australia, press play, and then you can go inside like I did and do your cleaning and your cooking and, and just keep listening to radio. So I thought it was great. Fantastic. And it was a fantastic interview as well. That's, that sounds like it was really awesome. Was that yeah. one from Australia or one from No, America? from California. It, okay. was, it was something recorded from the States. So, yeah. yeah, I forgot the name of it. It was a really great, really great program. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, well, I had, uh, I had Australian programming um, as I was driving down. It was... Um, Gary Kent was on there doing his thing. Oh, yeah. I love Gary Kent. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting because in this prison, they actually divided the prison in half and as a way of um, comparing. Mm-hmm. And then half of them, they did the New Start diet. You know, um, yes. it was a plant-based, whole foods, uh, low-fat, um, high-fiber diet. Mm-hmm. And then the other side, they just did the state-recommended prison for, you know, um, state-recommended diet for prisoners. Yes. And then uh, just kept them on that for six months. And they said that the side that was having the plant-based diet became very peaceful. And the other side was the side that, that there was, if there was a riot or a fight, it was only ever on the only state, ever on only the, ever on the state diet side. Nothing happened like that on the plant based side. That's interesting because you know a long time ago, um, in fact, back in the eighteen hundreds, a lady by the name of Ellen White wrote about how that eating animal products mm. caused um, an increase in animal passions uh-huh. within the human being, mm-hmm. and you know this is this is just proven it right here. And so um, yeah. yeah, so what's the as a result of that outcome? Are they going to bring across the entire prison system onto plant based diets to try and decrease the level of violence? I'm not sure, but I I, I personally wish that that's w- hope that that's what every prison everywhere does. Yeah, sure. I think that's why I'm interested in it because I feel like it's such a I feel like it's such an easy way to to affect a lot of good change. Yeah, because you've got it's not like not like they've got any choices <laughs> yeah. to what they're going to eat. Is yeah, it? Like but I mean, she 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 was doing not just you know. Um, implementing this but she was actually doing health education within the prison right. and so she would run workshops and the prisoners did have the option to go to the workshops or not and uh and you know and learn you know why they're being fed this diet and mm-hmm. um and many of them you know they came out of prison and they affected these changes within their families to their kids um you know to their to, you know, to their to their parents even and uh, and actually quite a few of them ended up in church because of it so yeah it was wonderful a uh, wonderful segment but let me tell you about some segments here on our show today yeah, before you before you do before you do i want to finish it just another question on that mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. 
Was this a privately owned prison? Or yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is a weird thing to have in America, eh? I know. I've never heard it's of like, that It's like, how either. do you get your head around that? It's like... Yeah. What, I, I think I'll go name, into business. The lady's name wasn't Julianne Aranda, was it? Julianne what? Aranda? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know her. I know her. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Can you get me her number? Because I want to talk to her. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we should call her up and do an interview. Yes, that'd be spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I haven't uh, I haven't seen her since oh, um, mm, the, um, the early 90s. Oh, really? 1994. How did you know her? Um, she was at a college where I was studying in the United States. How about that? Yeah, but I heard a rumor that she was working you know, with the prison system and so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and... And working, you know, with um, with lifestyle changes mm-hmm. within the prison system, mm-hmm. and so yeah, there you go. Very fascinating. Yeah, I, I was like, how do I get involved in this in Australia? Talk about six degrees of separation. Yeah. Oh, what do they say? Three point five seven. Now that yeah, Facebook now exists. <laughs> Speaking of Facebook, okay, Lyle. Yes. Would you believe that no. social media? You don't. Okay. <laughs> would you believe that social media and internet games can save lives? No. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you're having to take a lot of convincing I to convince me on that one. I got some news for you this Monday morning. <laughs> uh, so, what are you recommending then? Is everybody going to spend the rest of the day on social media and playing games? Is that uh... words with friends specifically? <laughs> words with friends, for those of you who aren't aware, is a Scrabble type game. Mm-hmm. Um, but they call it words with friends. And uh, I have to admit, I did go through a stage when I was playing this almost in, like all day long incessantly. Just loved it because I am a big Scrabble fan. Um, but there's a 90 year old woman. And uh, she, this is so sweet. So every morning without fail, her name is uh, Mayoko Saitiki. She uses her tablet to play words with friends with her son who lives in another city um, before he has to leave for work. And, uh, and she, you know, obviously she says, you know, it's a fun family activity, but it also keeps her mind sharp. And, uh, you know, which is true, you know, playing games, sure. you know, keeps your mind sharp. Uh, but one morning her son logged on um, onto the game app only to discover she was not online. Oh. And uh, he knew something was up. And so he was unable to get hold of her. He tried calling, couldn't get through. And, uh, and so they actually went to her house and they found her unconscious on the floor. And, uh, and she was taken to a hospital and just chewed for pneumonia and dehydration. So if she hadn't been playing Words with Friends with her son every morning, you know, social media can be used to stay connected with the people in your life. And they were staying connected through social media. And, uh, and when she wasn't on there, he raised the alarm. So there you go. We have the first ever instance of a person being life saved by computer games and social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure there's been many other stories, but this is the one we have today. <laughs> it's sort of uh, yeah. Okay. So mm. all right. So I think the moral the moral of this story is that staying connected it is an important thing, and social media is something that can help you stay connected. Mm-hmm. But it's probably not a great substitute for picking up the phone. True. And having a conversation. Okay, so you think it would have been better off if he just called her every morning and chatted with her? I think so. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, um, you know, having some kind of interaction like this as well is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, and, and, and to be encouraged because it's not just sort of you know, your mindless kind of um, inane kind of content, content that you just t- typically get on social media. It's like, you know, True. I did this or I did that or these days, oh, well, here's a link I'm looking at. Uh, which is pretty much what you get, but um, it's certainly uh, you know it's, it's good to stay in contact, and it's good to stay in contact in a way that you're actually using your brain, exercising your mind. Mm-hmm. But there's still no substitute to picking up the phone call or even popping around for a visit. Yeah, I think uh, words with friends is a bit more of an engaged <clears throat> process. I do, I don't like how like Facebook it sort of enables us to go on there. 
scroll through a person's, you know, page or whatever it's called or feed. And then, stalking. Yeah, and they feel like you've caught up with them because mm-hmm. you know what's going on with the, whatever they put on social media. Without so you don't ha- need to get in contact. Yeah, without actually having interacted with that person. Yeah, so and all you, you ever see is the person's um, great, amazing, mm-hmm. incredible life that they're having, which is nothing close to reality. Yeah. Because you only ever post, you know, for the most part, you only ever post positive stuff. Yeah, you only post the pictures where you look cute, where you're on your holiday, yeah, when you yeah. get a boyfriend or had a baby or something. So, and, that, and absolutely, that's the way it should be, but yeah. Give us a call if you have an opinion about this. Grace came down and opened us like flowers. Love came flowing gently like a stream. Kept us safe for a little while Till the waves rose higher and higher We learned in time those waters must recede But of this I'm sure The past don't own us anymore
You're listening to Jenny and Tyler of This I'm Sure here on Faith FM. Oh, now, wow. I just want to tell you one more thing before we move on to your news stories. <laughs> well, you, you are just full of good news this morning. I've just morning got such a positivity. cute story. Well, this, this is a, this is, it's, it's the beginning Monday. Of it. Sing- we need cuteness. Okay. <laughs> because it's Monday, I will let you. <clears throat> okay, but only because you. it's Monday. And it's cute. By okay. the way, by the way. Yes. Because it's Monday. Uh-huh. And you have the whole week ahead of you. What are you planning for this week? What do you mean? For the yeah. show? No, just for your life. Get a job. <laughs> you have a job. You have a job right here. I need another job. You need know a second job. Okay, so if anyone is in the local area, <laughs> great employer looking right here, looking for uh, a second job. And uh-huh. uh, just give us a call. You know our number. Okay, thanks a lot. Right. Um, what, what do you have planned for the rest of the week? I have... I have things to poison this week. Oh, what? I'm going to be poisoning. What are you poisoning? Scotch thistles. Scotch thistles. Yeah, they shouldn't belong in Australia. They don't belong here. They're going away from my property. You're going to poison them and send them back to Scotland? Uh, No. (laughs) But they are still going away. Oh, P.S. Before we talk about cute Monday stuff. Oh, yes. Quiz, quiz, quiz. Quiz. We did actually just have a caller for the quiz and they did get it wrong. Um, Ooh. ooh, Yeah. Were they close? They were very close, but not close enough. Okay, so who am I? Which Bible character is this? The second clue is I was married to Marla. Okay. Okay? Yep. If you think you know the answer, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. And you get bonus bragging points if you can tell us what Marlon's nationality was. Ooh, ooh, bonus bragging points. Yeah. Okay, so Lyle, Mm -hmm. cute stuff on a Monday. We all need it. All right. Get so this, this right. is like something warm and fuzzy. And oh, it's so, it's so adorable. We're going to put this on our Facebook. So, okay, so there's been a cute little critter. It's been thought to be extinct for the past 30 years because one hasn't been seen since 1986, but they just found them. Um, scientists accidentally stumbled upon its hiding place. It's called... The kangaroo rat. Oh, your kangaroo rat. Yeah, of course. Of course. Isn't it just I, Did adorable? they go extinct? Yeah, they're amazing. That is so cute. Okay, but just FYI, this is really funny, right? We Kangaroo rats, we think, oh, yeah, that's Australian. It's not Australian. It's Mexican. Really? Yeah. So um, it's named for its ability to hop uh, around the uh, arid lowlands, um, which is where it was found. You know, they should never have called it a kangaroo rat. Why? They should have just called it a miniature kangaroo. Yeah. Be so because as soon as you add the rat, rat word to word, it, it's just yeah. vroom and it's like, kill it, yeah. get rid of it, destroy it. Which is sad. Because but there's actually a little itty bitty kangaroo about the size of a large mouse. And it's, it is so, it is, I, can't, I can't get over how adorable. It's got these little whiskers and these big eyes. And you, 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 okay, I'm losing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you seriously are. So there was uh, a, you lost a, it a long time ago, Mon. Oh, thanks. <laughs> there was a team of researchers uh, from San Diego Natural History Museum were in the field. They're actually conducting routine monitoring of small mammal communities in Baja, California, and they found four of them. Oh. And they're only like five inches big. And, um, and this is really funny. See, none of the field workers had ever actually seen a kangaroo rat before. And they had to consult previous field, field notes and descriptions to properly identify it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's how long it's been. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, how old were you back in? What was it, 1986? Six, I was two. <laughs> so, yeah, if you'd have been over there doing that research, mind you'd be like, what is this? Yeah, I'd be like, it's cute, but I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're now, uh, so the research team, um, the members of the museum, local universities and non-profits are now working together and they're going to uh, form a conservation plan for this species. And um, so, yeah, it's a perfect example um, 
of how important the importance of good old-fashioned natural history field work is because we often just sit behind a computer now and research on our on our laptops but this is you know getting out, out the there field. getting your hands dirty uh-huh finding finding a real you know oh, it's I can't wait for you to have a look at this animal. It is so cute. We're going to stick it up on Facebook in the next few minutes. Yeah, field work always looks just like incredibly dirty kind of job to me because it's like, well, we go out there and what do we find? Well, most of what we find is poo. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Because, so you know, the critter itself is much harder to find than poo uh-huh. uh, because the critter runs away but the poo just stays there. And so you, then you then you got to dig into the poo and, and, you know, find out what they were eating and how they were living and uh-huh, whether uh-huh. they were hydrated or dehydrated and all this kind of information that, that you, and it's like yeah. what they've been eating, yeah, and, that, and that's the, I guess that's the the appeal of Google mm-hmm. is that it's so much cleaner. But uh, imagine going out there; that would be a sensational experience. Yeah, and and finding something like that, especially it's just so so adorable. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so um, story that uh, I'd like to highlight today on a little bit of a more serious note. Mm-hmm. Is the parents of Alison Baden Clay? Now, do you remember this story? Uh, I was. Just reading about it this morning, actually, um, it's something about uh, domestic violence, right? Yeah, yeah, domestic violence. And so this was a, a woman who was uh, up in Queensland who was murdered back in 2012. And there's been a foundation that has been uh, set up in her memory, mm-hmm. uh, obviously to help women who are victims of domestic violence. And so she was a uh, you know, highly educated woman who became a victim of domestic violence and was murdered eventually. Uh, as a result of that. And so the parents have come out to tell their story as to um, what actually happened um, so that, you know, other people who can can actually pick up the warning signs, mm-hmm. uh, pick up those warnings, because they felt that if they'd have understood the warning signs <clears throat> earlier, mm-hmm. that they would have been able to intervene. But you know how it is with parents, you know, you, 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 you're, um, your kids get married. Well, I don't know what it's like yet because my kids aren't married and... But, um, you know, I certainly look at my parents and they did not interfere in my marriage. Mm. You know, they sort of, they they stepped back and they gave us the space that we needed to be able to work things out between ourselves. And so they could see that there were some issues in this relationship, but they were told to butt out. Mm -hmm. That was the words that, um, uh, I've forgotten his name, but Alison's husband used was to butt out of our relationship and let us sort it out. And so they did. Mm-hmm. You know, give them some space, let them sort it out, and hopefully it will work its way through. Um, not, re- not, not actually seeing the, the major danger signs. Mm. And, and it's, it's important to note that you know, if you are parents, that you, know, you can tear a marriage apart of your children by becoming too involved. Absolutely. So you've got to find a balance here. But uh, the three things that they noticed um, that should have been very large warning signs um, was gradual isolation mm-hmm. where the husband was very controlling to the point that he was forcing his wife to cut herself off from her parents. Now, that's unnatural. Mm-hmm. In any kind of relationship, that is unnatural. It doesn't matter whether you get on with the in-laws or not, whether they are the in-laws or the outlaws. Mm-hmm. It is totally, totally unnatural thing for children not to stay in contact with their parents, even if there's friction there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they're your parents. You love your parents, and and there should always be a a connection there. The second thing was extreme control of finances, and of course, um, you know these are all signs that the person is a control freak, mm-hmm. and a control freak can be a dangerous person to live with. Absolutely. 
and 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 so you know every last cent was controlled by the one individual in the relationship and this is often something that doesn't actually change mm-hmm. um, throughout a, a relationship if somebody starts in as being a control freak with the money then this is often not one of those situations that is going to work itself out over time. Uh, this is a situation where your your spouse, if they are a control freak about the money, seriously needs to go and get some counselling and get some help uh, because it's it's a big warning sign. It's it's a warning sign that there is the potential for domestic abuse mm-hmm. and violence. Yep. Uh, and of course, then they saw that uh, their daughter had a tremendous over a six month period a tremendous drop in self esteem. Wow. And so the, the sort of you've got to ask yourself the question. This is something that us men struggle with, and we scratch our heads over. Why do women stay? Yeah, it's a good question. Why do they stay? I mean, I don't know whether you've got any insight on that, Mon, from a a woman's perspective. But you know, I- if you've got these kinds of warning signs, then it signs that you need to get some counselling. But if you're with somebody who actually lays their hands on you, in other words, beats you in any kind of way, you need to get out. Mm. You know, and I know there are a lot of people out there that are very much against, you know, divorce and so forth um, from uh, religious backgrounds, whatever it might be. Okay, you might not choose to divorce, but you need to get out of that relationship mm-hmm. because there is never, it is, you are never in a healthy relationship or any kind of relationship that you should be in if violence is involved. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. And if you are um, experiencing domestic violence at home, um, please call uh, 131114. It is a 24-hour telephone crisis support line. And uh, we will definitely support you in making that call and, um, and getting that help that you need. Sit beside me while I to you on bended knee I know you are there though far you see so I'm clinging to you hold on to me learning to trust more in you Lord as I search for you
Peppers, search for me here on Faith FM. Mon, what have we got for our next quiz clue? We've got somebody who's very close to the mm, answer. Okay, so this is a Who Am I quiz. It is a Bible character. And the third clue is, I said, spread the corner of your garment over me since you are a kinsman redeemer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who was the kinsman redeemer in the Bible? If you know the answers to who the kinsman redeemer was, then that will get you closer to the answer to the clue and Mon's looking at me like don't say it don't say a lot he always gives the answer away when he starts talking about the quiz always 1-800-FAITH-FM twice in once every six months I do that (laughs) 1-800-324-843 if you know the answer okay so we have a guest on the phone this morning and just before we go to our guest just a little bit of background we've got this story coming out of Indonesia Mm. uh, where we have six people um, who attacked three churches They've now found to be to have been all from one family, uh, and so this family uh, set out and uh, blew themselves up to attack Christian churches in Indonesia. There's 13 people dead as a result of that, um, and these were this was a family that had travelled to Syria from Indonesia to fight with IS in support of the Islamic Caliphate. Um, and of course, that you know, the, as the whole IS thing has collapsed, then they've returned back to Indonesia and decided to continue their attacks there. So very, very tragic uh, circumstances that we've got happening uh, there at this particular time. And um, yeah, so what I've what I've done this morning is I've called um, a, 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 a friend of mine, um, Muhammad Zogbi. Muhammad, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Lyle. Now, Muhammad, you're, you're a, uh, a a devout Muslim and somebody who is, you know, a significant part of the uh, the Muslim community here in the Newcastle Central Coast region. And I would just like to get your perspective on something like this. So often in the media, we have these reports, um, you know, reports of violence um, perpetrated by Islamic people. Is this a fair reflection of Islam as a whole? First of all, good morning to you and your listeners. Um, thank you for having me uh, this morning. Is this a uh, fair reflection? It is a fair reflection when we look at um, 
today's today's media, I would say, where there is a very high emphasis of the people that are doing the absolute wrong thing in comparison to those who do the right thing. What mm. I mean by that is that um, today the media focuses on very highly on um, uh, the the wrongdoers and, and not the the right doers, but. These are basically horrible, horrible acts and should not be done at all. Islam does not in any way allow that anyone um, kill anybody, anybody else. This is this is unacceptable by the religion and is very the same in Christianity and Judaism. Um, we need to look at the perpetrators here. This is ISIS. ISIS is the enemy of Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, and humanity as a whole. Uh, they have a barbaric agenda where they have uh, slaughtered many, many people. Mm. Um, but my main point that I want to point out here is that um, in a study that was done by the, um, in a report that was done by the U.S. government's National Counterterrorism Center, found that ISIS actually killed, uh, the people that ISIS have killed, 97% of the people that ISIS have murdered were, were, were actually Muslims. Um, and 3% were uh, from, from other religions. In other words, ISIS is the enemy of Islam, and as a Muslim myself, um, I totally uh, disagree and condemn and find them as an absolute enemy of justice and of humanity, and they should not ever be doing anything like this, neither in a church or a mosque or a synagogue or, or, or anywhere in the world. Yeah, it's very encouraging to hear that. It's it's a it's a, uh, it's a different kind of a story than we and a different kind of a narrative than we often hear in relationship to what is happening in the world. Now, you mentioned that you know violence is is something that is against Islam. Is it against Christianity? Is it against uh, Judaism? It is against you know um, and and these you know three great um, Abrahamic religions that we're talking about here. Why is it? Do you think that all three of these religions? then have such a history of violence? Because we have, we have forgotten the word of God, Lyle. Um, God, uh, you know, whether, in, whether it was um, Moses, Jesus, or the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon them all, when they used to uh, say hello to someone, they used to say shalom or peace or salam alaikum, which means peace be upon you. Today we don't have we don't have peace um, uh, upon each other. Uh, people are more segregated. Um, neighbor doesn't know the other neighbor, and and everybody seems to be living um, for themselves. Um, and money has become, you know, greed has become a, an incredible factor where we no longer have peace with one another. So mm. more conflicts are occurring. And this is this is the result. This is the result. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Mohammed, you you mentioned something uh, that was quite interesting. Um, you said that most of the victims of terrorism are actually uh, Muslim victims. Um, you know, which is surprising to me because I always seem to see it as the Muslims versus the Christians. Um, but you know, if ISIS is indeed targeting. Uh, Muslims, I guess it kind of looks like to an outside like myself, it kind of looks like they're targeting their own. Could you maybe shed some light onto, you know, what's the motivation there? Why would um, extremist Muslims be attacking Muslims? Like it just seems weird. Wouldn't you attack something outside of your own, you know, belief system? 
it's a very good question. Um, simply because they don't see other Muslims as their own. Uh, radicalism and, and, and hatred and having to live by the sword, it is, is not, it's not Islam. This is, this is barbarism. So they, under the, under the umbrella or under the, the plight of Islam, they, they use this to be seen as Muslims, but they are far away from being Muslims, and that's why 97%, 97% of Muslims in Syria, Iraq, Libya, um, in, in Africa, or, or in most of these countries around the world, are actually killed by ISIS militants who are really just mercenaries. They've got nothing to do with, with Islam at all. They just live under that umbrella. Mm. With you, you mentioned that um, you know, so often we can uh, well something along the lines of you know we can we can live side by side with each other. We don't we don't know each other, and and you know violence and this kind of thing takes place. What do you see, you know, might be the solution to, you know, religious violence um, and violence between religions? What can we actually do to reduce this kind of violence? Because, I mean, I have to sit here and, to a certain extent, hang my head in shame when I read the history of Christianity and, and see mm. the violence that history that, that Christianity has perpetrated through the centuries. And, you know, at the moment, of course, Islam has um, a high profile in the media. Uh, but if we were to go back, you know, it, it, not very many years, we would find that, uh, you know, Christianity has a, a terrible, terrible uh, history of violence as well. What's, what's the solution here, Muhammad? What do we need to do? That, that's a great question. Well, there is a um, there is a verse in the Quran that says, "La yughayru Allah ma bi qawmin illa an yughayru ma bi anfusihim," which means that God will not change what is in a community unless each individual changes what is within themselves. And we need to, as an individual, be, uh, to start. You look at yourself in the mirror and you say, "I need to improve myself." I need to understand my world. I need to reach out to my neighbor. I need to reach out to people that I don't know. I need to have the courage to talk to a Muslim or talk to a Christian or a Jew or, a, or, or and, and, and learn and understand other than just read and watch what I currently see um, on, on, on the media or, or things like that. We need to improve ourselves in order to improve our community. And what, what we are doing today is we are uh, you know, looking at ourselves, improving ourselves in order to uh, bring out light and friendship and togetherness and oneness um, between Christianity and b- b- between Islam and Judaism and all, and all other faiths, faiths as well. Um, my final point here is the Quran also says that you will never find anybody in this world who have so much compassion towards Muslims as Christians do. And um, I feel that with, with, with many of my Christian friends, because we open up and we talk to each other and find the common values and the common points between us. Sure, and and um, just on that on that point there, okay, so you're a, you're a Muslim, you're an Australian, you're living here in Australia, um, and do you find that you know, when, when things like this happen, you know, overseas, um, 
or, or even you know if something uh, terrible happens here in Australia, does that reflect back on you? Do you does you and your do you and your family feel pressure from other Australians because of you know these kinds of events uh, being um, constantly being reported in the in the media and so forth? Exactly. My my wife Miriam and my daughter they used to wear the veil. Uh, they were attacked at least three times and spat at. And let us not forget that our um, beloved Virgin Mary, um, who is in, in the Quran, we have an entire chapter on the Virgin Mary. She used to wear a veil. Um, and, and one of them spat at her and said, we will never forget Bali. So yes, these things do, do affect us. And when my wife um, and daughter sat me down and said, we are going to have to take off the veil because we are constantly threatened um, the safety of my my family comes comes first. Yeah, certainly, certainly. And as you've been, uh, you know, obviously, uh, when when you know, with you know, friends, neighbours, so forth, when you get to actually know people in the community, and they get to know you, how much of a difference does that make? You see, people are. It makes a very big difference, and and a lot of people are surprised to know how how much in common there is between our religions. So we believe in 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 um, in God. We all believe in God as Christians and Muslims. Islamically, we believe in the Virgin Mary who gave birth to Jesus Christ, who is our Savior as well. Um, and he, she gave a virgin birth. And and these things, people are surprised to to, to sometimes know know that we that Jesus Christ is my Savior. He is my Messiah. In the Quran, Jesus Christ is al Messiah, Jesus the Messiah. He is my Messiah, as he is the Messiah of Christianity. And we cannot have any more greatness and beauty as a common denominator between us as having God and Jesus Christ the Messiah as our, as our in common between us. Mm, thank you, Muhammad. I think that's a very important point. I think it's one of the things that we need to really focus on, you know, particularly here in Australia, where we do have such a multicultural nation is actually getting to know each other. You know, sitting down, have a meal together, whatever it takes, get to know each other. And I think that for the most part, we're going to find that everybody out there, you know, we're just human beings and uh, we are all in this together. And, you know, we can be great mates with, uh, with, with people from all kinds of different um, ethnic backgrounds, religious backgrounds, whatever it might be, if we can just have a little bit of tolerance, and and you know, obviously there are people in the community that that, that don't share that, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's something we need to focus on is actually getting to know people. Muhammad, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate your comments, and I appreciate your call. Thank you so much, and take care. Thank you. Well, that was Muhammad uh, Zogby. Um, a leader in the Islamic community here in the Newcastle Central Coast region, just sharing his thoughts and his views um, on you know the terrorist attacks that uh, recently took place in Indonesia in that context, but also the, uh, the the wider view of you know what was taking place with ISIS and radical Islam. And Mon, I think this is one of the important things that we need to do within the media is whenever something like this happens, it almost seems like the media will jump out there and, and just grab the most radical mm. Isla- Islamic person they can find because that's going to give the highest yeah. ratings. If it bleeds, it leads. That's right. Yeah. And, this is, and this is why these stories are up front. Mm-hmm. Is because they are stories of violence, and we know that that um, that they're going to make those stories front and center. 
And I think it's good that we actually find out, okay, what is the average, where does the average Muslim person stand on this? Yeah. I honestly think if media didn't portray them as, as such an extremist bunch of you know psychopaths, we wouldn't have this issue where people are spitting on other people. There's never an excuse to spit on someone. I just I was really destroyed when I heard him say that his wife and daughter have been spat on. Yeah. That's, it's that's, disgusting. Yeah. So I do think a media has a lot uh, to answer for um, when it comes to you know the relationship between Muslims and Christians and, and any other sort of race. We're going to have a quick song break and we'll be back after the 8 o'clock news. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want He makes me lie down
God has already done isn't enough for you, nothing's going to be enough for you. Because it's meant to be real. And real life stories have baggage. We know that Peter's a loose cannon. It's all about context. And he chose different personalities to express that because his personality is infinite. If it's a love song written to us, when we're at our lowest points, we've got backup. Like a lot of the rational arguments for the existence of God, they tend to work better after you believe. Hi, this is Luke from oztabletalk.com.au. Please join myself and some of my closest friends as we explore our faith through conversation, Bible study, interviews, and more. You can find us online at oztabletalk.com.au. That's oz as in Australia, A-U-S, tabletalk.com.au. Looking forward to seeing you there. Bye. I'm so glad that's recorded because I want to write that down. Yeah. Someone called it a care package there. (laughs) Wow.
Some through 